Hey, you're listening to MCR Radio with Melissa. And Richard. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, you're listening to MCR Radio with your host, Melissa. And Richard. And we are back. We are back after an adventure. A big adventure. A big adventure. Although we promised that, you know, we post a lot and all this stuff, but... I posted. I didn't. I was too, like, in the moment to even, like, hit up social media. Like, we did up a video for you guys on Instagram. We didn't really tag it, though. We didn't even, like, we didn't do anything. It was kind of, like, one and done here. Yeah. We were just so relaxed. We were so having a great time. Mm-hmm. We had a great time in Montreal. Honestly, like, I could go back there again. The food was great. The festival was off the chain. Guys. And it was at my... Okay, well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So, our adventure started waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning. That was rough. Like, I swear, we slept for three hours. We slept for three hours, but we crashed a lot on the uh, on the train. Mm-hmm. It was a rough morning. Yeah, so we got there just before 5.30, and Union Station wasn't even open yet. Right. Ding. That sorry, was really, that was my phone. That was really weird. unprofessional. I'm so sorry. I'm going to put my phone on vibrate. That was my sister messaging me. Facebook Messenger. Oh my god, she sent me a video of somebody farting on a plane. Okay, hold on, I'm gonna check that out later. Um, okay. So we took the train, we took the Via Rail train. Richard's dad was awfully nice to drive us to Union Station with all of our luggage instead of making us Uber there or take public transit there because we would have probably had to get up at 3 o'clock in order to take public transit there. Yeah. So... Thank you. Yeah. Thank so you. much, Richard Sr. Mm-hmm. Much appreciated. Much, much, much appreciated. You have no idea. Um, so we took the Via to Montreal. It was a 6 o'clock train. 640. It was 640? 640 train. Okay. But I think it left earlier than that. It felt like it was earlier than that. Probably because everybody was boarded. Probably. 
if they go through and they're like, okay, well, these are all the people that are scheduled to, like, be on this train. Hey, well, uh, there's no real sense in us waiting around. Let's just go. Mm-hmm. And we weren't delayed either. No. And we got lucky. So on our way there, uh, we had a brand new, like, brand spanking new car. car. And the seats were comfortable. We had a little fold-out tray in front of us. Leg room. Leg room. Netflix. Yes. Well, we, we brought a tablet to watch Netflix. On. Yeah. It was amazing. I was able to stand up in my seat, like, in my seating area when I wanted to stand up and stretch my legs instead of climbing over Richard or asking him to get up. Yeah. Um, sorry, I hit my mic. It was actually, like, really, it was really comforting. I appreciated it. And, like, not... So much. Like, Richard had so much leg room, and he doesn't normally get a lot of leg room. Mm-hmm. And then uh, halfway through our trip, we switched so we could, I could just put myself up against the window and fall asleep. And I watched Breakfast Club. Yeah. No. I started watching Breakfast Club. You started watching The Dirt, didn't you, or was that on the way back? No, I did watch part of The Dirt, too. I think that was on the way there. I don't know. Maybe that was on the way home. Mm-hmm. I think it was on the way home. I was watching The Dirt. Yeah. Such a good movie, by the way. I didn't finish it, but it was amazing. Yeah. It's very well done. Richard slept through it, so he wouldn't know. Through what movie? The Dirt. Oh, I well, I wasn't watching any of it. I know you were. You had, you had you had both headphones, and I was passed out. Yeah, you were sleeping. Yeah. Um, yeah, and everybody on our train, like our first train, was really cool. Everybody was quiet, um, chill. Everybody who was working on the train was very attentive, very cool, very chill. It was just an overall great experience on the way there. Um, we got to Montreal in about five hours. Mm-hmm. We got there, what, just like around 12, 12.30? Yeah, roughly. By the, I mean, by the time we got off the train, I think it was about 12.30. Roughly. So it was about six hours, which wasn't bad. No. Like... We Trust slept me, it, most it, of the way. Yeah, I mean, it could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. We shared... What did we share watching first on Netflix? Well, uh, Harold and Kumar. Yeah, we watched that. I fell asleep, and then I had seen... I woke up, and Richard was watching Harold and Kumar. And then I think we put on Breakfast Club. Yeah. I think. Possibly. Um, I don't know. We downloaded a shit ton of movies right before we were leaving, like, yeah. the night before, so that we had something to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we got to the city. It was beautiful. It was nice. The weather wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't too, too hot. It was warm, but not too, too hot. It wasn't humid. And then that was that was the main thing. It was like, it was the dry heat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it was like a fucking maze to get to the metro station, though. That's, that, that was my one complaint about once we got off the train. The one thing I, I don't like about Montreal is you kind of have to know where the metro stations are. Yeah, they're not really, like, out there. Yeah, it's not saying, hey, you want to go to the, so- the the metro station for, like, where their trains are? Go this way. No, it's, you know, go up and down all the corridors till finally you see metro this way. And it's like, oh, you know, 45 minutes later. Yeah. But we made it to our hotel. We weren't, we got there early. We couldn't check in. But we were able to go in and get freshened up, change some clothes, leave mm-hmm. our... They were nice enough to let us leave our luggage there. Yeah. Which was nice. 
like our just our luggage bags. We had nothing really valuable mm-hmm. in it, our luggage, and it's like, hey, if you want my clothes, be my guest here, yeah. take it. Like, here's my bra and underwear. Yeah. Basically, you know. Um, so we did that, and then we went on a little adventure. Mm-hmm. We took like a scenic route through Montreal, seen a whole bunch of nice like graffiti artwork, like all in the buildings. I love the city for that. It's inspired me to get back into art again. Mm-hmm. It, like the, the and city- Richard, I think, has noticed yeah. that I've been getting back into doing artsy stuff again. Mm-hmm. Where, like, my wheels have turned on doing art again. Yeah. I'd lost my inspiration for it. Because I just simply didn't have time. And, like, nobody really appreciates when I do it. So, I was like, you know what, I'll just do it for myself. Yeah. And so I started back up again, all because of going to this beautiful city and seeing all the beautiful street art. And it's not even like it's not even graffiti. It's like murals are everywhere. There is some there is graffiti, but it's mostly murals. And it is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Do you have have a favorite one while you were down there? Um, Yes, I do. It was the one where it was. um, It was almost kind of like. I'll, was I'll sh- it the Mary Poppins one? No, I really... I appreciated that one from the last time we went. I remember that, because that's how I know where I am on some... But it was almost like the Mona Lisa. Yeah. I'm showing you right now. So it's almost like the Mona Lisa, but with, like... Post that Post that to our Instagram. So I will. So that people listening can actually follow along with, with some yeah. of these posts. I think I did. I think I posted it on my personal Instagram mm-hmm. but it's almost like the Mona Lisa kind of dress and then there's like the Walmart kind of smiley face with like an open smile but there's like a skull underneath Yeah, honestly like I just thought that was so neat but the fact that there's just art everywhere, everywhere you look yeah it's just, it's beautiful and they're so lucky to have that, like we don't have that here but um, we went to a free art gallery. Hey. Yeah, we did. Um, uh, what? What? Do you remember the metro station? No. That we went to. No. Uh, what was it for? It was over on um, Saint Saint Denny. No, 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 no. Five four five five Gare G A R E, I believe it is. Yeah. Um. There, there's that building and the adjacent building beside it, and their one building is twelve floors and the other one is eleven floors. And essentially, you take the elevator up, you go to the very top floor, and you walk down the stairwell. And their stairwell is uh, actually, um, is an art gallery. It's an art gallery for for street artists that and are. And they're they're all local. They're all local, and they've all been paid. Uh, paid exactly. And. Yeah, it's honestly, it's just simply beautiful just to see, like, what goes on in artists' minds Mm -hmm. and what comes out. It's stunning. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just simply stunning. I can't even tell you how amazing it felt to walk through there. There were certain certain murals that were done within the art kind of exhibit, if you want to call it that, that, yes, that one there... um, Every time we looked at this one particular mural, we noticed something different that, you know what, we didn't see before. 
So literally you turn around and then you look back and you're like, oh my God, there's this. And then, oh my God, there's that. And there were like little details that were incorporated. Um, It's kind of one of those like, you know, those collage pictures where it's like a set of photos that make up one big photo. Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. It was just—it's something you have to experience yourself because the emotions that I got are totally different from the emotions that you would get or Richard would get. Mm-hmm. It's just—it's how art—it's how um, art feels for you, and it—it it affects. It was everyone. amazing. It like af- it affects everyone differently. It was just. I couldn't eat, like, I can't even explain my feelings towards it. It's just, yeah. it made me feel really good inside Yeah. to be able to experience that. Because I find in Ontario, they don't allow us to express ourselves artistically mm-hmm. the way um, others, other places are, do. Yeah. And, and it's almost like the, this, our city has a stranglehold on... Uh, art. Yeah, and on art. Like, the arts in general, so, like visual arts, um, music, etc. Mm-hmm. There's just so much that... About the, the only thing that our city kind of allows is film. Yes. And anything outside of film, it's kind of pushed aside. And yeah, I mean, you even look, exactly you, you look right. at you look at all the concert halls that have closed down over the last few years. Uh, even, I'd say, the last 10 years. Um, maybe even more than that. Probably, I'd probably say in the last... 12 years I can count on more than just a little over one hand all the different concert venues that have closed oh wow that's crazy yeah it's unfortunate that it happens but sometimes you know they it's a hit or miss whether you want to go or not right like mm-hmm. think about it I don't like to go to the ACC or Scotiabank Center for music it's yeah. terrible the acoustics no. are terrible yeah it's there. horrible so, you know, you never know. They, maybe they're going to open up ones just for music I mean, instead of going to the ACC. But yeah. the only thing is you can pack a house. Yeah. See, the, the, the one good thing, and I like going to these for concerts, are casinos. Because they, they don't get city funding. They don't get special funding. They rake in all that money at the casino. Mm-hmm. And with, you can imagine, those millions of dollars probably a day that gets pumped into those casinos... They can afford top-of-the-line acoustics, soundproofing in rooms. I remember I went to go see Stained at uh, Casino Rama, and clear as a bell. There was no distorted sound. Um, my biggest concern when I go to a concert is, you know, how much of it can I actually hear? Is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, there's Danforth Music Hall. Everyone seems to love it. I hate it. You know what? The sound bounces right off the back wall. And the last thing I want to do is leave a concert and not be able to hear. Yeah, I, I don't like that all that much. That happens every time we go to Danforth. Yeah. But there's some places where it's actually pretty good where yeah. you don't lose your hearing. Yeah. And but I, and I mean, let's be serious. That's, that's fine. Yeah. Even when we went to go see Heavy Montreal, it was, uh, it was a nice change. Yeah, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Heavy um, Montreal was a great festival this year. I had a lot better of a time this year than last year. Yeah. Like, yes, it rained last year, and it kind of put a damper on, you know, the night. We well, didn't, like, 
we didn't want to go anywhere, but we ended up going out after. Yeah. But um, we came prepared this year. Yeah, we had ponchos and we had we had a blanket. Yeah, well, we had a blanket last year, just we didn't bring it the first day. Mm. Well, because we didn't know if there'd be like seating on the floor. Mm-hmm. But um, this year, I liked it where you can sit up on the hill, you can enjoy the stages, you can see, see two stages from mm-hmm. the hill, and I thought that was that was amazing. And basically, everybody we wanted to see was on the two main stages, yeah, which was perfect. Yeah, I mean, and like there the, was barely anybody around us the first yeah. day and second day. It was like every time we go somewhere and like we have that blanket, yeah, nobody wants to sit, sit near us. Hey, you know what? But, hey, people want to keep their distance from us. You know, fuck you, and you can go over there. It was funny. The only guys that wanted to, like, hang around close to where we were sitting were the guys that were smoking the cigars that no one had a fucking lighter, and every time they tapped me on the shoulder. Yeah. And yeah, every, that was pretty fucked. And everyone, everyone, I'll be honest, though, I love going to these heavy metal festivals because everyone's so, so uh, social with each other. Um, there's, you know, people aren't judging each other while they're there. They're, I, I always say metalheads are like the most inclusive group of people that you'll ever find. No, you're absolutely right. Um, and ironically enough, like metalheads, you know, we might look mean, tough, and scary. You talk to us, we just want to be friends with everybody. Exactly. And I mean, it's like, some people aren't like that though in the metalhead community, yeah. like in the metal community. Oh, yeah, that, no. You know, your ones that. Yeah aren't as inclusive as others but you know what like let's be serious you're there to have a good time yeah. and if you're just gonna be a fucking asshole then get the fuck out of yeah. here like except and, i'll be honest i can be like that because i got mad when somebody stood in front of me for hate breed you remember yeah, yeah. that tall man had to stop and stand right in front of me and i'm like mm-hmm. are you fucking kidding me yeah. i was like can you move yeah. but one thing one thing i thought was amazing was now go back to that so the two-day festival that we were there, all those people that you had seen, how many fights did you see? Zero. How many people did you see get tossed out? Zero. Well, I didn't see anybody get kicked out, but we, I wasn't around anything like that, but I didn't hear of anybody getting kicked out. No. I, I mean, then you think about... And I didn't see anybody that was, like, really loaded either. Yeah. And I'll be honest, most of the people who were there, they're like, okay, we got to, you know... Maybe ease off on the beer a little bit, drink enough water. I've seen a lot of people drinking water. And and that that's another thing I love about Metalheads. Um, when you go to an outdoor festival, they're like, okay, water's going to be key the entire time that we're there. So let's make sure that we're hydrated enough. We're going to be out in the sun. You know, everybody had sunscreen. And what was cool was, you know, say I had a bottle of sunscreen. Um, someone's like, hey, do you mind if I, if I use some? Oh, yeah, no, here, absolutely. Actually, we were the ones who offered it out. Where people didn't have ice cream or um, sunscreen. Yeah. I was like, hey, do you guys need some sun cream? Like, mm-hmm. do you need some? Because I know for a fact I'm going to get burnt. Yeah. I don't want anybody to get as burnt as I did Canada Day weekend. That was bad. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we... Uh, day one. Um, let's talk about that. We arrived there on the Saturday. Um the line was... The line was kind of big, but that was because it was the beginning of the festival. Yeah, everyone wants to get there early. And they didn't really clarify what line to go into if you had a bag or not. It was basically like a mob kind of line where... Yeah. Everyone just pushes their way to the front. Yeah. Kind of. Because everyone was just antsy. They're like, oh my god, I just want to get in the festival. I want to get in the festival. Exactly. And, um, then, and then once we got in, it was like, okay, cool. Yeah, it was... 
The only thing that bothered me is I understand this, but um, to empty out your water pack. Yeah. That kind of bothered me where it's like, okay, so you're making everybody dump out their waters. Nobody can bring in drinks. Like, but you can bring in drinks. It's just you can't bring in a drink. It has to be a container. Yeah. Which is, I can understand that, but it's like, we took the time to put ice in this motherfucking thing mm-hmm. with water, made a mess all over at the hotel. Yeah. And, um, you have to dump it out. It's like, the fuck? So, you didn't so, have to dump it out last year. So the first day, hold on. So the first day, uh, the woman's like, uh, you have, you have to empty your bag. You have to empty the water from your bag. I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. So I, I opened the lid. The second she turned her back, I turned around. I'm like, yo, fuck this. I had ice cold water. What the fuck? You're going to make me, like, dump literally ice water. Yeah, it, that's what it was. It was ice water. That thing was half ice, half water when we left the hotel. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not dumping this cold water. No fucking way. No. Because when we go to refill this water, it's going to stay cold. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I pushed. We walked our way through. They scanned up our wristbands, and in we went. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of ironic. The first person we seen was Walter. That we knew. Yeah. Well, of course. We didn't see him after that, though, at all. No. So he was really close up. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I had a great time. I mean, so... I, the- I, I, I don't, like, I, I had such a great time that, mm-hmm. like, the... It was amazing. Like, it was just an all-out great show. The performances were amazing. Yeah. I'd never seen Steel Panther before, and I would honestly go to one of their shows. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, Steel Panther was amazing. Um, I Except mean, we couldn't really hear them. They, I, I, like, the sound just, like, kind of abruptly cut out. Yeah. Which um, irritated me. We were okay. It was it was just before the Quiet Riot went on stage. Where it started to get quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Because you couldn't really hear that. You couldn't really hear them. No. Like, you could, but you couldn't. Like, it would just cut out. Well, actually, you know what I'm, I'm going to say? Um, the sound was good for Hatebreed. Oh, yeah. No, it, but we were close for Hatebreed. We were close, but we made our way back to the hill. And you can still hear them. Yeah. Um, we sat at, like, the top of the hill the whole time, basically. Yeah. Except for, like, when we first got there. Like, I just was like, hey, do you guys want to just sit here? Beside every, other than that, we were at the top of the hill, like, the whole time we were there. Mm-hmm. And We uh, got really lucky, though. They had that one air-conditioned, like, restaurant there. Yeah. That we just randomly discovered that we're selling $3 hot dogs. Yeah. And I love the fact that when you're there in Montreal... Um, they do what they call all-dressed hot dogs, where it's, like, coleslaw and sauerkraut. Or, it was good. Yeah. It was different, but it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. It was good. No, like, I think that's so that you, so that it's not just you're eating all bread and a wiener. Yeah. I think it's just to add, like, some veg to, yeah. which, I have no problem with that. I always add pickles. Mm-hmm. I always had picos, but I didn't have there without no pickles. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. You, you um, what else did we do at the festival? We, they had a giant sprinkler there. Yes. Uh, the, the sprinkler. Big fountain. I'll be, I'll be honest. So the first day that when it was like us burning hot strip. outside. Yeah. And literally the first thing I did, I think we did. 
dunked our head. Yeah, it was just they, they just spewing water everywhere. So we just walked over and let me just cram my head under this uh, this fountain, mm-hmm. and it like just you instantly felt better, and you just let all the cold water drip all over you, and I was like, oh my god, this is absolutely amazing. It really was. Yeah, but that that would have been. I got my whole hair wet. Yeah, uh, but what was crazy was uh, we got in and. Obviously, the first thing I do is I look up whatever, you know, T-shirts and stuff that they have. Listen, I'm a big boy. My shirts go first. Let's be honest. 2X, that's the first to go. Medium large, next ones to go. Or small small mediums generally. Are the last ones. It's always smalls that are left. Yeah. So... They wear smalls. Like, kids wear smalls. Yeah. So, I... Um, Tiny people wear smalls. There's, like... I More had, big people than small people. I had my heart set on a very, very particular hate breed T-shirt. Um, Did you end up like asking if they're going to sell it? I don't know. Um, I uh, well, I can always message uh, that lead singer again and, mm-hmm. see, and see if they'll they'll come available. But um, Oh, that was we, so cool. We got to meet him. We got a picture. Yeah. So, so we, hold on. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So we, we got up to the merch table. And the one thing that I didn't like about the festival was that merch line took forever. Literally, you'd have three people ahead of you. Maybe two. And it would it, take a 20 minutes per customer. Yeah. And it's like people are buying one shirt. Like, what because do you, what, they don't, when you say, I want letter whatever 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 they don't know what the fuck they're doing they don't no. know what the fuck it is they keep having I, to turn back it's like if you've been picking shirts constantly then you would know yeah um and like it was just frustrating after a while because it's like oh they didn't get the right size and then people are like oh i don't like the uh, the design on the shirts if it wasn't one thing it was another um, well, you remember the bandana for Heavy Montreal this yeah. year? It was they weren't awful. They weren't as good as they were, and even the patch that they had it was the same one that they had last year. Wow, trash. Uh, yeah, so I was hoping maybe they change up the like the logo a little bit, or maybe they'd have like an alternate one. But nope. yeah, no, nothing. So we get to the front of the line, no hate breed merch, and actually there was a lot of merch that they didn't even have. Uh, because they're like, oh, yeah, well, we're not done setting up. I'm like, not done setting up? This is, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. How are you guys not set up, like, the first day? Right. So I was kind of annoyed, messaged the lead singer of Hate Breed, and was, like, on two two platforms on social media, and I'm like, hey, listen, um, just wondering if maybe there's there's a second merch table, because this actually happened a few years ago where they had they had all the main merch tables set up and the lead singer had his solo project and he had his own merch table somewhere kind of buried off in the festival grounds that you had to go digging for which I didn't really like and I wanted to make sure that wasn't the case again so lo and behold we get a chance to meet him <laughs> and I said to him I go hey I was the guy messaging you on uh, on social media what's up with your shirts I go there's everyone's shirts are here being sold you, your band is like the only one that's like, they have no merch. I go, what's going on? And he's like, oh man, like I'm so sorry. They they lost our shirts at the airport, and they can't find them. So he was kind of giving me updates, and they're like, okay, so they found them. Um, they're gonna try to get them there for like for six o'clock. 
So I checked around five, maybe get a little bit op- optimistic, no shirts. Checked again at around seven, no shirts. Checked around again eight, no, still no shirts. And then he messaged me back again, and he goes, um, shirts won't be there today. They'll be there first thing tomorrow morning. Which was really nice of him to do. Yeah. Like, you have to admit that. That was really nice of him to yeah. offer you those uh, updates on the shirts. Mm-hmm. But what sucked, though, is they didn't have the one that was for Heavy Montreal. Yeah, they had they had a limited... I was hoping even Slayer would have had a, a limited edition, like, Heavy Montreal t-shirt. Like, hey, last time we are fucking here or something. Like, that would have been cool. Yeah. They put on a great show. I've never seen them before. Well, we'll get to them in a minute. Like, the, the, I can't... Like, I'm so mesmerized at the talent that these bands have. Yeah. Like, to hear them... To hear them through your headphones and... Through, you know, the radio or mm-hmm. the computer and stuff, you don't really appreciate their talent yeah. until you see them live and you're like, damn, your craft is amazing. Yeah. And that's also well, that, 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 that was like one thing I've always loved about Slayer is um, they've always been just a well-performed band live. Um, but yeah, no, we're, we're still getting ahead of ourselves because, you know, we had, the, we had the chance to see, um, after Hatebreed, we had Quiet Riot. Oh, that was so good. So, I mean, Quiet Riot's been on my my list of bands to see, I'd probably say over 10 plus years that I've been dying to see. So when they got announced for this festival, I'm like, oh my God. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, wait a minute, but who's doing the lead vocals? And that's where Walter had actually said to us, he goes, hey, that guy from um, American Idol was doing lead vocals. Mm-hmm. I go, are you talking about James Durbin? He's like, yeah. So it's, it was this amazing singer who should have won American Idol, in my opinion, um, but they wanted nothing to do with a quote-unquote heavy metal singer uh, on one of these shows. And yeah, did lead vocals, was absolutely fucking incredible. I mean, what were your thoughts on that? Amazing. Just amazing. I... I'm speechless still from that festival. Mm-hmm. Like, when people ask me about it, I'm just... I'm still... Like, I'm still speechless about it because it was just amazing. Yeah. I had a great time. Everything was so cool. Yeah. And, like, I've been to festivals before, but by far, this has been my favorite festival I've ever been to. Yeah. And, and I'm really looking forward to not fest. Yeah. And, and, I mean, this... Where the grounds were... Uh, just to go back to touch on this... Um, this is like kind of the original grounds. They've done some updating and modernizing on the uh, the conservation area, and the hill used to be a little bit more steep, and used to go a little bit more further back. But hey, you know what? I'm not complaining because the the view that you get from that hill is incredible. It really is. It was way better this year than last year. Like, my bar is set really high for this festival for next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, we, we closed off the festival with Godsmack. And, I mean, Godsmack for me, I, I couldn't even tell you how long ago it was. I think it was probably close to eight years ago. Um, what are passports good for? Like, what are, what are the expirations on them? Ten years. No, uh, well, there, there you have... Uh, what? Uh, Every time we fucking record, my house phone goes off. It never goes off. Only when we record. 
Exactly. Um, there's a 10 year and then there's one that's a little bit shorter is it a 5 year or 6 years I don't know mine's 10 years I yeah. don't know I, ma- I maxed mine out at, uh, for 10 years but there's one because it, it, I just updated my passport not too long ago uh, last year and I think <laughs> if, if it's a 5 year passport it's it must probably, have been six, probably 5 years before 6, six or 7 years ago uh, Steve and I went to go see Godsmack and Stained uh, play a festival out in Darien Lake. Uh, and that was the last time I'd seen them play. And they're always one of my favorite bands to go see live. And every time I have to go see them, I have to go travel somewhere. Because they don't come to Toronto. Excuse me, I just burped on the microphone. That was like totally rude to me. I honestly keep yawning, I don't know why. Yeah, well, you... It's probably from the AC. Could be. Yeah, so I mean, we uh, we smoked a little bit just before they went on stage. It was good. Yeah, it was a good joint. Yeah, if I have to say so myself, I did a good job at rolling a quick doobie. Two year old holiday. Sorry, yeah, yeah, well, two two, magoo. Two two year old holiday. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, we had a great time. Uh, we got poutine that night. Was it no, no, no. We had headaches, and we were supposed to go to Foof's. But we got we got something to eat before we went to bed. No, it was pizza. Oh, did we get pizza? We got pizza. Yucky cook a pizza. Hey, it's still good. Cook a pizza. No, it was good. It, it was delish. Yeah, we, we I ordered two pieces. You ordered two pieces. I ate mine at the thing. A telephone. Are you fucking kidding me? This fucking phone. <laughs> A telephone. Okay, so we got our pizza, and literally... We got back to the so room, we and... we both had a headache. We both had headaches. Yeah. Um, Richard had made a video call, and I was just laying on the bed. And then, literally, we... <laughs> you fell asleep, and then I got up, and I turned off all the lights and crawled into bed. Yeah, we were supposed to go out that night, and we just... Yeah. This, I think it was the sun that got to us too Quite, much. quite possibly, yeah. Like, because we were dehydrated, but yet we barely peed all day yeah it's, it was everything that left our body was all because of sweat yeah we were just so exhausted so tired yeah and oops i hit my mic um and we just i passed out like yeah. i was out. you felt you fell asleep hard i know i remember i remember falling asleep hard yeah because i remember you woke up and you're like i'm sorry we didn't go out i'm so tired yeah i felt bad because richard had his heart set on going to this club because they're like an alternative club that's like mainstream yeah it's one of those nice like it's actually really nice it's two floors yeah um they have like a dance floor and then they have like their eating area their drinking area like it's really nice mm-hmm. the bar is actually really nice I just it's a, it's a young it's a younger there, crowd I was getting mad at all these girls because they were eyeballing up Richard and then they'd get like really close to him he was fucking, I wouldn't even notice. And I'm like, pissed. <laughs> you remember the last you, time you, we went? You, I was like, all oh, these girls are like coming up near you. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And, and I'm like, um, hello. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, once I said that, he was like, all like, oh yeah? Love me. No, I don't know. Um, I mean, I didn't see any of this happen. 
notice things, but you don't notice things. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So day number two, we went shopping. First. No. We went and we got really good bagels. Yes, we did. Huh. You you said to me you were like you know what we had the continental breakfast the first day it was trash and you're like I just trash. I want I want like a good breakfast trash so I'm like hey listen trash oh, okay okay trash yes um I'm like hey if you'd like to go there's a uh, a really 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 good cafe that's like three blocks four blocks from here it's not that far but they do like in house bagels. And um, their breakfast, all their breakfast stuff is all made to order. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. So we took a quick look at the menu, and we already knew what we wanted going in. I didn't really know. I just went with what Richard had. Yeah, you're like, whatever you're having, I'll get that too. So we got these, like, big, huge honking bagels with a fried egg, white cheddar, and just, like, a handful of bacon. Yeah, like literally a handful of bacon, of bacon I've ever had from like a takeaway place. Yeah, like and it was more than four pieces of bacon. And you got a side order. We got side orders of chips. You didn't even have to ask for them. They're like, here you go in your bowl. Chippies for breakfast. Like ten, like nine o'clock, nine thirty in the morning. We're getting chips for breakfast. Oh, it was so good. And okay. so, so uh, you got what did you have to drink the first day? Did you have an orange juice the first day? No, I had ginger ale. Did you? I thought you had juice the first day. You would, you no, you had ginger ale the, the second day. You had orange juice the first day. No, I didn't. I had pop. Did you? Yes. Um, and I made the mistake of ordering a large coffee, and it was a fucking bowl of coffee. Yeah, but you loved it. It was good coffee. Yeah, it was, they did a really good job. Yeah. That was, like, better than Starbucks coffee. Well, I mean, all their coffees but made... Mind you, we don't drink Starbucks coffee. No, because that's fucking gross. But, like, their their coffee there, like, even their single cups are all made to order. Yes. Everything, everything was made to order, and, and it was actually quite nice. So, like, you had to wait, like, ten minutes for your food, which was understandable. The place was, like, really cute. Yeah, it had, like, it a... It reminded me of, like, you know, when you go to Grandma's house? It reminds me of, like, a cottage. No, it reminded, it reminded me of, like, you know, when you go to, like, Grandma's house, and the furniture is all different, and, like, the walls are bright, the windows are... The windows are, the, the curtains are drawn, everything's bright on the inside. Mm-hmm. And it just had that, like, feeling of, like, home. It didn't feel like, oh, yeah, I'm just at a, a coffee shop. Yeah. I'm, I felt at home. Yeah. The, where I was comfortable. The place is called, like, the spot um, we sat at. Yeah, the, the place was Hanawi called, Hanawi Bagel Cafe. Yeah, Hanawi Bagel Cafe. Um, it was at, um, was it St. Denis and Sherbrooke? Sherbrooke? Yeah. Yeah. In something. Yeah, St. Denis. I don't know. It was like five, ten minute walk. Yeah. Which and wasn't bad. We went there and we didn't shower before we went. I felt like a dirtbag going in there. I don't care because that food was so good. Yeah, like once I ate, I was like, oh, I feel so good. This is going to be us talking about heavy metal. And food. food. Food and metal. We didn't really eat a lot while we were away, though. No, I know. Oh, that place rubs we went to the first night for dinner was bomb as fuck mm-hmm. we had mac and cheese donuts um we had brisket nachos and we had a it was like a bloomin onion yeah Richard <laughs> didn't care for the bloomin onion no. but I liked it it tasted fucking good it was a sweet onion yeah oh I never get sweet onions anymore 
Um, the food, all in all, was amazing. Mm-hmm. The service was pretty good. The guy was attentive, but you know, it's yeah. not what we're used to. And but one one we thing had, we had to ask for the bill. Yes, it wasn't just simply brought to the table. Yeah, that that was one thing that I, I love about Montreal is they don't rush you out of a restaurant. Like the second you put your fork down, they they see that plate's empty. They take away your plates and, okay, here's the bill. Like, they don't even wait and give you a second to, okay, give them a couple minutes, see if they want, like, cake or coffee or anything, or, like, any kind of desserts or tea. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It took a, it took me being picky to find that place. Yeah. We walked by so many places, and I'm like, nah, nah. There, there was one place that had, like, $5 apps. And I'm like, oh my god, this looks so good. And then we got there, and there was a Metallica cover band playing, and they're like, yeah, our kitchen's closed. I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they, that's like a just a heavy Montreal weekend thing. Oh, more, th- more than likely. But you know what? There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of cover bands that always play in Montreal. It's and bands, period. Um, mm-hmm. it, they appreciate live music. Yeah, obviously. yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I mean, that's probably also why that festival has lasted so long. Yeah, heavy to didn't really last. No, well they they seen what was going on in uh, in Montreal and people were like, "Oh, we can replicate that. We'll just do the same festival year." Literally the exact same lineup. You know what people did? They still went to Montreal. Still went to Montreal. The ones who the ones who could afford to go to Montreal went to Montreal. Yeah. And I think it's also the people who had experienced heavy Montreal before because it's like a festival like another in North America. I honest to God, I don't think there's anything that comes close. Uh, it's the environment, it's the people, it's the food, it's the sights, the smells. You know what was amazing is we were eating fruit the whole time. Like, yes. we talked about this, we talked about this last year, we still talk about this. We got fruit cups. Fruit cups, cherries, we had watermelon. I wanted blueberries, but we got blueberries next year. I didn't want blueberries, I didn't want at the poo while I was there. It was porta potties. I'm not, I'm, no, you know me. You can just go to the building. Yeah, I didn't know about it until later on, and I was yeah. still not pooping in there. I had to exit the con- the festival grounds. Yeah, you were like, okay, well, we're going to make pee. I'm like, okay, here's, here's what we're going to do. Empty all your pockets. Don't take anything with you. Take your cell phone, and that's it. Yeah. And you're like, why? I go, because when they wand you, literally they want everything out of your pockets. Because I made the mistake. I had fucking loose change in my pocket. The guy made me take the loose. I'm like, I looked at him. I'm like, are you are you serious? He goes out of your pocket. He goes, I want to see. That was a little. That was a little excessive. Yeah. So I, I took the change out of my pockets, and then he he went to go wand my pocket again. I think they'll learn that for next year, where heavy MTL crowd is a lot different than the yeah. Oshiega crowd. Yeah. The Oshiega crowd won't is not as good as the heavy MTL. No. Crowd. No. Nowhere near. You know what I really? You know what I really appreciated was at heavy MTL. There was, yes, a lot of people who were in the same age category between 20 and 30. But you also had your OG metalheads. You're like seniors, your kids, your It went from like babies all the way up into like the gray haired dudes and dudettes. It was amazing. Where I seen like the OG metalhead guys with like the long hair. You know they've been growing it out since they were kids. Yeah. The grandma and grandpa heavy metal guys it was amazing yeah it was it was simply amazing and you do you remember when we were like sitting there was that couple they came around and they had a wagon and 
the little guy was laying in the wagon, and then they took him out, and he was... Being a little shit disturber? Yeah. Yeah. But do you notice, though, like... And, like... Yes, their parents had... The parents obviously were watching what this little boy was doing, but everybody seemed to be, like, watching him, too, just so that... And he was safe. You know. That, that, and that, that's one thing I love about Metalheads, is that their main priority is to make sure everyone is safe. Everyone, it's like, okay, we're all metalheads. We're all here for the same purpose. We all want to come here and have a good time. Yes. But I noticed, like, there was the people who go to festivals just for festivals. Yeah. You can tell it by just the way they're dressed. Yeah. Where it's like, you're just coming to a festival, just saying you went to a festival. Mm-hmm. And those are the, what, those, yes, I don't mind those people, but those are the people that are the ones who get loud and rowdy and loaded and yeah. lame and shit. And, I mean, we, we closed off day two with Slayer. Oh, yeah, day one we skipped Ghost. Yeah, we skipped Ghost. So that technically, creepy. So I'll be, I'll be honest, I, Godsmack was my headliner, was our headliner. Yeah. Which is ironic because... But you I'll, notice a lot of people left yeah. after Ghost. Yeah. Uh, or before Ghost? Yeah, before yeah. Ghost. Um, but, but what's ironic is the last time I went to go see Godsmack with, uh, with Steve, yeah. ironically enough, Steve was with us... Uh, he wasn't with us, but he was he was in Montreal yeah, uh, for the festival. Yeah, he was really close. Um, he got really, really close, yeah. which was amazing. The last time that uh, Steve and I went to go see uh, Godsmack, uh, Shinedown was the was the headlining well, like act. We, we, we left before Shinedown because there were so many people at that music festival. We're like, it's going to take us like two years to get out of here. Mm-hmm. So let's just stick around for a couple songs. And let's get the fuck out of here. Whoever decided to make that park, though, a co- like a festival ground, was probably the smartest person because it's yeah. right beside the metro station. Yeah, literally, like you walk outside the metro station, there's and, your festival ground. Yeah, and it's not like oh, you got to take the train there, and then you got to take a bus. No, you take the train, you walk up the up the stairs. Uh, there, you literally walk up two flights of stairs. You get out of the, um, you get out of the terminal. And the doors open and boom, you're basically in line to get in the festival. And then the other side, so they had signs for Heavy Montreal, right? Yeah. So it was like you went the other side, you were you were able to go to the other side of the park kind yeah. of thing. Which was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I'm, I'm, I liked it better this year a lot by yeah. even getting to the festival grounds. It's a lot more organized. Last year was like you walked... 5,500 miles yeah. up a flight of fucking stairs, down a flight of stairs, just across a road. Yeah. Like, and it was, that was unsafe when it was raining yeah. last year. I think they learned that, and like, the police wouldn't even, like, Richard had a really bad back injury, and uh, the police said, no, you can't cross the street. But I was like, but he has a back injury and can't do stairs like that. And they didn't care. Yeah. Whatever. Um, and you were like, yeah, thanks. Now I'm in pain now. Sorry? You were like, yeah, thanks, now I'm in pain. Yeah. That was the one thing where I was like, ah, just across the fucking road. Yeah. I should have, I should literally should have just walked across the street. No, they had it barricaded. Did they? Yeah. They had like a fenced off. Okay, I can't remember. Um... I think they just didn't want a mob scene across yeah. the street. But you know what? We we totally missed something. What? You and I totally have missed something that is, like, so key 
to being in Montreal that we totally forgot to talk about it. What? We went to Schwartz's. Oh my god, yes we did. And the takeout line was not long this time. We were out, what, like less than five minutes we were out. We were in and out. Yeah. <laughs> and we would have been out quicker if it wasn't for that stupid lady in front of us. Can I get a pound of... Can I get a pound of brisket and a pound of uh, smoked meat? And, and the, the guy looked... Like, it's the same it's thing. It's the same thing. She's like, okay, well, can I get a pound of each? He goes, lady, it's the same thing. Well, no, 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 no. I like, I want a pound of each, lady. It's the same thing. What do you mean? It's the same thing. The brisket is the smoked meat. The smoked meat is the brisket. I think she wanted it sliced though, oh, and fuck, like I don't know. She just couldn't say that. Oh. So, so he should have just given her a pound of each and was like, okay, here's a pound of the smoked meat and here's a pound of the brisket. <laughs> no, they taste the same. That was honest. That was a really good sandwich. Yeah. It was very moist. Yeah, it just like literally melts it's in your mouth. Definitely something though you can't let sit. Like no. you can't. No, let, you have you have to eat it right then and there. You have to, or your bread's disintegrating. Yeah, it's like, really you, hard to eat though. Yeah, it's one of those like really kind of open face sandwich kind of. Yeah. So it's like you kind of have to eat a little bit of the meat first. And then go to town on your sandwich. It's worth the money. Yeah. Oh. With that uh, Cots Black Cherry Cola. Yeah. Oh, and, I can't and, get it here. And the pickle on the side. Oh, that was so good. The pickles are like the they size of your hand. They make their own pickles, too. They make their own pickles, too. Yeah. You can tell. Oh, they're so good. And there's, there's always a line. Always. Just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's, if, it, if it's 40 degrees with the humidity or negative 40 with a wind chill. There's always a line outside. There could be three feet of snow. There's a line outside. Mm-hmm. You can tell. You know what's funny, though, is, like, they can, like, talk to their customers like dirt. Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? Complain? Go ahead. Don't come back. <laughs> Basically. Makes my job easier. Don't come back. Exactly. Oh, I wish, I wish I could get away with that. That'd be so cool. Oh, my God. What do they do? Call and complain? Okay. Good for you. Next customer, please. Literally. So literally, we walk up uh, two sandwiches, two two pops, and two pickles, please. It's $36. Yeah. So the prices went up from last year, I think. No, I think it's about the same. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. That's, that was one thing that um, the prices really weren't affected. That was like one of the cheapest meals we had, though, the whole time we were away. Yeah. Well, everything was so inexpensive, though. We went out for dinner. And it was $50 with tip. Yeah. We went to Rubs. $50 with tip, and Richard had a drink. Yeah. Um, we went to La Belle Provence. Yo. All that food we got was $40. Not even. We got two poutine. Like, we, I got a regular poutine. You guys smoked me poutine. And we each got a steamy, like yeah. a little hot dog. One of those all-dressed hot dogs. Yeah. And I don't even think that was 40 bucks. Like, I think that was, like, 30 bucks. Did we get did we get drinks as well or no, no no drinks? No, we had water. You we had water back at the room. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I remember. I think I, we each had a pop too. Yeah. You you got to talk closer to the microphone. Oh, sorry. Because if if the microphone can't hear you, the audience can't hear you. I'm so sorry. Ow! 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 ow. <laughs> like like you see you see that like yeah, war- warning warning warning. I know. It was like in the red when I did it. Look, it's in the red. Yeah. 
It's um, okay. Um, so, we're just rambling now. Well, I wasn't is, there any, is there any specific point we're going to talk about? Because then we'll just wrap it up. These no, people are probably no. not going to want to listen anymore. Well, I mean, shit. I mean, I wasn't done talking about our, our fucking poutine adventure. Okay, let's talk more about our poutine adventure. So, so you walked in. And we're like... We walked into La Belle Provence, by the way. At uh, the corner of Sherbrooke. No, not Sherbrooke. I lied. St. Catherine and St. Laurent. St. Catherine and St. And um, so we walked. We walked in, and we're like, maybe I'll get like a slice of pizza and get a poutine as well. I don't know, because you're like, I'm, I'm real hungry. I'm like, listen, these, these takeout containers of poutine are fucking huge. You're like, no, no, no. Like, I'm gonna get both. I, re- I remember the look on your face when you're like, what in the fuck is that? I go, that's your poutine. You're like, wait, what? And it's literally like a pound of fries. Gravy and cheese. There was like probably, there's a pound of fries, a pound of gravy, and a pound of cheese. Oh, it's... That was fucking heavy to carry, too. Yeah. It was so good. And then we got back, cracked into the hot dog, and I was kind of double fisting fucking poutine and uh, and a hot dog. Yeah, it was good. It was delicious. I think we passed out after. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we said... Yeah, we well, got the itis hard. Yeah, well, you... Like, you, the itis hard. You, you had even said, you're like, okay, maybe we'll go out tonight and, like, go for a beer. Because we didn't do it last night. We ate and fucking passed out hard again. The first night we slept in our clothes. The second night we actually, like, were like, hey, let's put on pajamas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then, after all was said and done, we went to go check out. Everything was great. Everything was amazing. We had such a great time. And then we get on our train. And these fucking guys in front have their seats. These fucking guys in front had their seats like reclined back. And I'm like, sorry, guys, can you uh, put your seats forward straight, please? I'm I'm, I'm a big boy. And then I was like, he has long legs just like you. And they they gave me the dirtiest looks and i'm just like whatever like he has long legs too he needs room he paid his ticket yeah and like that and it was an older train car okay that's my point that i was getting to was that it was like a train from the 70s it was fucking small it was kind of crammed um and we had the luxury the first time around of we got lucky of having a tray that folded down in front of us like a school tray yeah this one is like a school tray yeah I, I didn't like it at all it was so uncomfortable so we didn't even use it like no. we tried and then we're like no. no like it can't happen but i was fine like i was fine because i had leg room yeah i think you were uncomfortable because you didn't have leg room and we didn't have the same kind of space we had no not from the first time around yeah like i'll be honest we got really lucky the first time around yeah and That's how I remember being on a via train yeah. is like that one. Yeah. And, and see, for me, um, my biggest pet peeve getting back on this train, forget about everything else, there was no fucking air conditioning on our train. The entire ride, so the entire six hours, it kicked on when we got when back we, to Charlotte. Yeah, when we get, we're getting off the train. Literally, yeah. I stood up, the lights go down, they come back up, and you hear shh. And then like, everybody go, oh, look, the air conditioning's on. Oh, 
Son of a bitch. You get it working now. Yeah. Literally. And that was our adventure. So we had a lot of pluses, a couple negatives, but more pluses than negatives. Yeah, the, the good outweighed the bad. Um, and what happens in Montreal mostly stays in Montreal. We didn't even give you all the all the details. We gave you the yeah. just the the stuff that we wanted to tell. There's so yeah. much more that we just took in that we can't talk about because it's just it's feelings. It's not even you can't express it. Yeah. Alrighty. So you've been listening to our Montreal trip. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, before we go, uh, I just want to say shout out to uh, Stacy and, uh, yes. and Andre, her boyfriend. Um, it was so glad. I was so happy to see you guys. Um, we St- had Steve, Steve, Walter, Frankie. Um, Frankie's friend. I don't remember. His I can't name. remember his name either. Walter's friend. She was really cool. Um, who else? Who else um, did we say hi to? Jamie Jasta from Hatebreed. Yes, we met you. What? I never met you before, but I met you. And like one of the coolest guys ever. Literally. Alrighty, guys. That's uh, Canadian thing. Uh, poutine, fries, cheese curds, gravy, Schwartz's. There we go. You heard it here. Alrighty. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.